0: Spirit, Amen. What a blessed day! What a very blessed day to be able to uh, bring in eight new people into the body of Christ. And if that weren't enough, we're doing it on a feast day, one of the major feast days of the church. And with singing the lamentations last night, with vespers this, with the liturgy, baptismal liturgy this morning. Vespers tonight, Liturgy tomorrow, it feels literally possible. It really does feel possible because of all the things that we are doing. What joy uh, there is. And we're we're celebrating, we're looking at death. Death. We have witnessed this morning the death of eight people. Because as St. Paul talks about in... Romans when he talks about baptism and even in the prayers of the church that we just uh, prayed and, and celebrated together, we talk about baptism and chrismation as a death, a death of the old, putting on of the old man, a rejection of how we used to look at the world, a rejection of the passions of the flesh. A rejection of the temptations that bring us down. A rejection of all of the things the world has to offer us. Not in the way that we say we hate the world. But it's a death to our sinful passions. It's a death to ourselves. That's what baptism and chrismation is all about. So we're looking at death. We're looking at that death. But, of course, with Christ, it always never does not stop with death. We are celebrating along with eight new deaths, eight new resurrections because each and every one of you is different. And by the time you walk out of the doors of the church, you will be different even more because you will partake of the body and blood of Christ. And so for the first time, when you walk out of the doors of the church, it will not just be your life in your veins, it will be the light of God in your veins. You know, we know the old adage, you are what you eat. You are going to eat and partake of the body and blood of Christ, and therefore you are the body of Christ. And so then that changes everything about how you do everything. Every action that you do then becomes an action of the body of Christ. Becomes an extension of Christ. Becomes an extension of the ministry and work of Christ in the world. And that should change everything about what we, how we live our life and what we do. And may God's grace be upon you to be able to live that. Because also, thank you. Because the rest of us who were baptized and Christmated many years ago need that reminder. That that's what we're celebrating, that that's what we're partaking in, and that that is how we should be living our life every single moment, knowing that we have the body and blood of Christ running through our veins, literally, because we partake of the the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist. And of course, if that weren't enough, today, besides the death and resurrection of these eight beautiful people, we are celebrating the death and the raising to new life of Mary. And what better day to celebrate this death than to think about her death as well, because then we're reminded of why all of this is worth the wait. And you all have had to wait. <laughs> I told Mike um, a few weeks ago that you all win the prize for the strangest catechumen in it. <laughs> derailed by a pandemic like like yours was in, in a very particular way. And so it's not the longest catechumenate. There are those who have had much longer, but it's been different. But it was worth the wait to be able to have this celebration connected with the feast day of the church that we are celebrating today because we're celebrating the death of Mary. Now in the church, everything that we say about Mary is ultimately because of who she is in connection to Christ everything that we're celebrating in her death, everything that happens around her death, now some of it is really miraculous and chances are your best friends will not be brought by angels to the moment of your repose, like happened with Mary, in our tradition that Mary, all of the disciples came to the bed of Mary were able to miraculously come to be with her at her repose but the fact that she does repose is something that is important for us to remember because she is just like we are. Her human nature is exactly the human nature that we are, and so she is subject to death just like we are subject to death. I'm guessing she is subject to aches and pains of old age as well, because she is a member of this fallen world, and yet she dies faithfully. And what happens to her in the Orthodox tradition, of course, uh, Thomas was not there when they um, laid her to rest but he came late as he always did he was he was late but for a good reason he was late because then they went back to the tomb to venerate mary one more time and they realized that her death had led to a translation into life in the kingdom of heaven and that's an amazing thing to think about for mary because she is an amazing person But the important thing for us to remember is that what happens with her is the picture of what will happen with us. And so ultimately, this death that you experience today led to a new life of resurrection, which will then ultimately lead to the goal of what we are celebrating today, our own physical death, which will lead ultimately to the translation into life in the kingdom of heaven. And that's what all of this is all about. That's what all of the baptism, all of the cremation, all of the struggles that we have in this life are for that one thing, a Christian ending to our life so that we can be translated into the heavenly kingdom, so that we can be in the presence of God fully, so that we can commune at his table, not just in the shadow as we do here, but fully in his presence in that kingdom which is to come. And so connecting these things together for all of us to be able to remember glory to God. And of course this particular family I'm going to say four generations because I'm not going to forget the silent witness here. Harold. it's true. He was chrismated, he died, raised again to new life in his chrismation, and then he kept faithful to his physical death, and now he is experiencing that translation to life. And so he's here, ensuring and being the witness and the example for you and for all of us that all of this is real. There's nothing more real than this. Our baptisms, our chrismations, are a death and a new life, but they lead to the real life. The life that we will experience in the kingdom of heaven because of the death and resurrection of our Lord. What a blessed day. Glory to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.